Welcome to Lawn Care Secrets with Rami Robinson. I'm your co-host Kyle Keelan, and we're here to provide you quick tips and hidden secrets so you can have the greenest lawn on your block. Hey Rami, how you doing? I'm good. How about you, Kyle? Pretty good. good. Pretty good. Uh, so what's what's been going on? What's new? Oh, just uh, working, trying to keep the lawns in good health before we get to winter time, and makes my job easier come spring. If I can yeah. keep them healthy going into winter, begin of spring, uh, they're ready to go. Yeah, to try try to get people to uh, water a little less as well and yeah, listen to you. Keep the water down. Um, understand that uh, you know diseases in the yards right now are in the St. Augustine lawns, brown patch disease, and yeah. you know understand and kind of educate yourself on that so you don't panic and think the whole yard's going to die if you get it. <laughs> uh, good deal. So um, you want to take a few questions? Yeah, yeah, that'd be All great. Right. Uh, so you guys remember, if you have any questions uh, for Rami, email those in at askrami at gmail.com. Uh, so Jose from uh, Katie wrote in and said, uh, Dear Rami, uh, my, the, the guy that cuts my grass uh, told me that I should plant winter rye. I don't, I don't really know what that is. Um, what, what's winter rye? Okay, what winter rye is, it's a, it's a grass seed, and, it, and you plant it during the winter time. And it grows all through the winter and dies off on its own come springtime. Okay, when you go to your model homes, you'll see a lot of model homes during the winter time have this dark green grass. You'll see it in St. Augustine lawns and Bermudas. You'll see it in the medians. So it makes the lawn really green. Yeah, the during the winter time, when the St. Augustine and the Bermuda go dormant, they turn brown and hibernate during the winter. A lot of people like to plant that winter rye. Sounds sounds good, right? Like it makes it green during the wintertime, so well, I don't it, have a brown yard. Well, uh, it's really not the best thing to do. Okay. Okay, and let me explain to you why on both your St. Augustine and your Bermuda, but more so on your St. Augustine. And I learned a lesson because I planted it because my wife wanted me to plant it during the winter. <laughs> so you <laughs> got some uh, self-experiment. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I first bought my first home and uh, we moved in, uh, she liked the way the the lawns looked uh, at the model homes during the winter, and had me, you know, go out there and plant it. And I was mowing all winter long. Of course, I didn't like that. But uh, <laughs> the thing about winter rye is, it's a winter grass. It takes a lot of water and a lot of nutrients away from the St. Augustine, even the Bermuda, during the winter months when it's in a hibernating state. And during the winter time, when the St. Augustine Bermuda is hibernating, it's vulnerable. And you come in and you plant that seed, that winter rye, and it grows all during the winter, and it grows fast. And you got to water it, and you got to mow it all during the winter. So keep in mind, all winter long, you're going to still be paying the mowing guy. Okay? While it's growing and you're watering it, what, what's happening is that rye is taking all the nutrients away from the St. Augustine and the Bermuda. It's, it's, it's competing with that grass. And when the St. Augustine and the Bermuda is vulnerable during the winter, that winter rye likes to grow during that time of the year. It's going to take up all this nutrients and all the water from it. And what, you're, what's, what happens also when you mow it during the winter time, it'll... it'll the thatch it doesn't break down real easy it'll drop from the bottom of the mower in these big clumps and what them clumps do is they'll sit there and they'll cover that St. Augustine grass 
once you get to the springtime and it starts to warm up, that winter rye, it'll die off on its own because it doesn't like to grow when it starts getting hot. That's why they call it winter rye. It grows just during the wintertime, dies off on its own during the spring. But once it starts dying off, because it sat there, the St. Augustine during the winter was vulnerable. Come springtime, once that ride dies off, that St. Augustine suffers. You're going to have a real thin lawn underneath there, same as the Bermuda. But the St. Augustine is going to be much thinner uh, than your Bermuda because the Bermuda can handle that a little bit better, the rye. But uh, I don't recommend plant it. Uh, so it sounds just, like you're... You're, you're kind of trading a little bit of the green lawn in the wintertime for really the, yeah. the health and look of your lawn kind of long-term yeah. through the spring and What summer. I'd do is during the wintertime, your your uh, St. Augustine and your Bermuda, let it rest. You know, don't don't come in there and put stress on it during the winter. If you get a freeze, that's enough stress on the grass already. And then you got the rye coming in there, you know, pulling all the nutrients and all the water from it. It's just a you know a double whammy on that on that grass. But it's best not to plant it. I don't recommend it. You can do it, but uh, you know, just you know, the following spring, expect you know the St. Augustine to be suffering. And then the thing about it's that seed stays in the soil. And say you plant it one year and you didn't want it the next year. Well, the following year, that seed it sets in that soil year round. The following year, it'll start coming up again, even though you didn't plant it. That seed still stays dormant, lies dormant in the soil. So the following year, it just keeps coming up, and you know it's a booger, and it's something you you know you really don't want to put in your yard. I don't recommend it. Yeah. Only in uh, South Texas do they want their yard green all year. Yeah, you know Colorado stuff like that, uh, way up there in the Panhandle where it's cold yeah. and stuff, and you know maybe you can get away with it a little bit more there than than say here in this area. All right. Uh, so the next question is uh, from Kathy and Victoria. Um, and she wrote in and said her neighbor recommended that she dethatch her lawn um, and wanted to see if you, you thought that was a good idea and uh, what your thoughts are on that. Well, dethatching a lawn, what that is, is if we kind of back up, I told you all to leave your clippings down during the spring and the summer and bag them in the fall. Okay, when you dethatch a lawn, what you're doing is you're pulling all that old thatch out of the yard. Okay, the best time to dethatch the lawn is about the end of February, just before spring. You don't want to do it during the fall and the winter. Uh, I went around the corner and one of my neighbors uh, has a Bermuda yard and she dethatched it. And what I mean, on a Bermuda yard, dethatching is like running a comb through the grass, like raking all that dead thatch out of the grass. It's good to do that, but do it about the end of February, early March, just before spring. On a St. Augustine lawn, the way you dethatch that, you, you just take your lawnmower down a notch or two lower than normal and bag your clippings. You don't want to do that now or during the winter. You do that early spring. When we get to that time, I'll talk to you about it. But a uh, neighbor down the road detached her Bermuda yard. She went out there and raked it real good and, and just really tore it up. It pulls the runners up. It just, it just you know, it's like running a cone through your grass and it just pulls up all your grass. It's real bad. After she dethatched it and pulled up all that all that thatch out of there and messed her yard up, she came in there and, and put down some topsoil and stuff and just kind of choked that grass out from filling back in. So, oh, wow. don't go in there and dethatch right now. When we get to the springtime, I'll talk to you more about it. But uh, right now is not the time to dethatch the lawn. And so you told me, um, yeah, a few months ago to make sure I raised my mower height. So, would I uh, continue to do that, or were you suggesting? Okay, that's, that's that. a good point. As you get closer to the fall, a lot of people like to mow their lawn low. 
St. Augustine likes to be mowed high in order to reach its maximum potential. But as you start getting down to the fall months and it gets cooler, if you choose to mow it a little bit lower than normal because of the, the, the temperatures going down, it's okay to go down you know, a half a notch or a notch even on your Bermuda. You're not going to see a whole lot of stress because as the temperatures get colder, the soil temperature gets colder, and that takes a lot of the stress off the lawn. But uh, right now, you know, if you want to mow it a little lower than normal, it is going to slow down from growing because of the time of the year we're getting into. Uh, that's up to you. Uh, the way I look at it, if I can take it a little bit lower and it slows down from growing, that's just less I have to pay the mowing guy. You know, he, he don't have to come so frequently, but uh, that's up to you. Do you. You get any tips on getting the mowing guy to change the mowing height? Because uh, <laughs> I keep asking it. It's, it's always the same. Well... It's, it's tough, and, and I've got a lot of customers, you know, they tell me they, you know, they can't get them to raise the mower. Um, you know, and if you had a guy that's been mowing your yard eight, nine, ten years, and he's doing a good job, and you just can't get him to mow it, then, you know, it's a tough call. But uh, I'm not saying fire the guy or anything, but, you know, you're the boss, and uh, yeah. you pay me or pay other services to get it dark green and thick and pretty, and you got a guy cutting that color off and stuff, you know, no sense in having me out there then, but... Uh, nothing against the mowing guys and no, all, you know, they work It's like hard uh, somebody cutting your hair the wrong height, right? You wouldn't really stand <laughs> that, that. that happened a few weeks ago. It's <laughs> four ninety nine haircut, and my wife tells me that's why you paid four ninety nine. It was kind of all uneven, but, yeah, I knew it was going to grow out, and I'm older now. It doesn't matter what I look like, I think. Um, all right, next question. Uh, so Bill from Sugarland wrote in and um, said his, uh, why his, his house has been... Um, didn't get any water in it from the flood a, a few weeks back. Uh, the yard got quite a bit of water, and he wanted to know if you know there's any anything special he needs to be doing since he had so much water kind of standing in his yard for so long. That's a good question. Um, what I'd recommend right now with all that, you know, if you got a lot of flood water on your lawn, you don't need to go, you know, put topsoil and stuff like that back on it. Just keep the water off for a while because, you know, all that moisture is deep down in that soil. It, it's not going to need to be watered for a while. Yeah. But what can happen when you get that flood, it can transfer a lot of stuff from one lawn to another. So, you know, expect to, to maybe see more weeds than normal yeah. uh, this this season once we get into the fall and winter. You could start getting sod web worms because that can transfer that stuff, you know, the, the babies from one lawn to another. Uh, grub worms are going to be deep down in the soil, so you're not going to really see them get transferred but side web worms yeah but uh, really keep an eye on it you don't want to get you know anything killing it side web worms uh, and uh, you know you, you're most likely going to see a lot of weeds this fall and this winter just because of that reason yeah so there's really say not not anything special you can do just keep an eye on it and then I'll yeah, put treatments yeah. on different things yeah nothing special there, there's nothing special you have to do uh, because it flooded and your whole lawn was underwater it's going to be all right all right. Uh, so, so, guys, uh, that's all the questions today. Don't forget to you know, email your questions in to askrami at gmail.com. We'll get those queued up for you. Uh, also, uh, Rami's got a bunch of videos out on YouTube. Uh, those, uh, if you just search uh, YouTube for Ask Rami, uh, those will come up, R-O-M-Y. And then uh, you know, there's a lot of resources on uh, greenerthanever.com. Uh, uh, you know, Rami's got his blog post out there. He's got uh, videos, and you can also find the, the show notes to this this episode and, and uh, the past ones as well. So with all that being said, Rami, any, any parting advice for our listeners? 
No, just thanks for listening and uh, keep the questions coming. And uh, anything I can do to help you anytime, of course, you can you know, go to my website or call me anytime, 713-301-9097. I forgot we, can, we were going to start putting the phone number in. At the end, right? <laughs> we can talk grass anytime. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Thank guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you.